Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And we are the middlemen. This is the middlemen show. You are on the right show. And I'm Alan. And this is Kevin. And this is Jan. And we missing that buckethead boy, Mr. Fangin' Man, <laughs> riding on the back of the motorcycle with big women with black chaps, always in jail, traveling around the country. Our co-host, wait till, uh, Nick. I can't wait till Nick, I mean, I mean, excuse me, Nick, just excuse me, Nick. I can't wait till Kevin misses the show so everybody can go in on Kevin about why he's not on the show. I ain't say why man was on the, I ain't say why he wasn't on the show. I just said he missing. I said we missing. Uh, Nick, yeah, that's all I said. Yeah, we're going to go in on Kevin when he don't come in to work. Man, what are you talking about, buddy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go in on Kevin. (laughs) <laughs> hold up, hold up, oh, yeah. hold up, wait, <laughs> hold up, <laughs> what you talking about, man, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm here, I'm here, Jen even here, she got a headache and she here, you yeah. here, I ain't saying nothing else outside of that, I just said Nick ain't here, oh well, anyway, anyway, Hey, what's up with this weather that we have out here? It, 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 it was hot last week, and this thing I know now it's freezing outside. Oh. Man, back to that fool you weather, you know what I mean? That's all it is, man. That's that fool you weather. Fool your dumb butt to walk out there with a tank top on. Hmm, most definitely. Most definitely. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. man, I seen somebody a couple of days ago on with them short shorts. Oh, yeah. They got them down here, too. Oh yeah, I'm, oh. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tripping on that. It's just the fact that right now, man, this weather ain't, it ain't April. <laughs> not permitting. <laughs> it ain't May. Right. Uh, it ain't April and May, man. So I'm chilling. I'm still wearing my coat. How you guys feeling today? Well, I'm alright. I'm good. I have a headache, but I'm here. I think we had a very good show last week, you know. I think it was a very good show. I just hope everybody go back to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the middleman and uh, revisit that show. I, I see we're getting a lot of people going back downloading the shows, and we hope y'all continue to do that. That's right. Yeah. 
last week's show, great topic, you know, are you my help or my hinderer? You know, so let us know what you think about that show. You know, let us know about any particular comments that, you know, was said on the show or something that was thought-provoking. Uh, let us know how that went. And also, you know, as far as Nick Eaton's show on this past Thursday, you know, the, the songwriters, the new stars of the music industry, let us know how that show was well. You know, we love feedback. We need to know what, you know, we need to improve on. So we want you all out there to let us know, you know, what you all like about our show. Maybe some things in which you want us to talk about or some things in which, you know, you want to see added to the Middleman Talk Show. Let us know. And we'll take it into consideration. Most definitely. Most definitely. But, oh yeah. Um, Dean, I know you don't watch college basketball, but I'm a big college basketball supporter. And, well, um, in fact, I caught some of the game yesterday, and I know oh, wow. that UConn beat uh, Arkansas. So thank you very much. Ha ha. Arkansas? You mean Arizona? I mean yeah, Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. It started with an A. <laughs> okay. Well, at least you did watch <laughs> basketball. Right. So you, you got the man, you getting your man IQ up. Yes. Yeah, yes. you getting your man IQ up when it all boils down to it, you'll be able to talk to a man That's about right. basketball. That's right. I'm upset. Right. Though, man. I'm upset. I'm upset. Why? Are you upset? Ah, my bracket. Out the window. My bracket is out the window. My my basketball, college basketball bracket is out the window. No money that for that. That happens. You, you got to go for the upsets, man. You got to go for the upsets. got to think outside the box sometimes. Well, hey. got to go for the upsets. I, I ain't tripping, though, man. I, I'm just waiting on this dog. On hopefully these knuckleheads will get finished with this uh, disagreement that they have with national this national football league. I want to see oh, yeah. football this year. If I don't get football this year, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to have to watch some Canadian football or something. Canadian football? Yeah. I, like, I like soccer. I I saw where Chad Ocho Cinco or whatever, he's trying to play soccer now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I saw that too. I, I, don't, I, I don't watch soccer. I watch rugby, but I won't watch soccer. Well, I don't understand rugby, so I mean, but anyway, hey, um, shout out to Derek Rose. Hey, look, hold on, hold on. Before you go there, rugby ain't nothing but big up mess up. That's all it is. We're teams. Famous I guess. I guess. Hey, man, shout out to Grown hey, Games, man. Grown Games, man. Shout out to him. Yeah. Dub G, what's up, man? But uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, you know, uh, Eric Rose uh, for. Um, I forgot how his contribution, you know, towards Japan was going to be as far as, like, every point he scored is going to donate $1,000 or something like that. Um, so, shout out to Derrick Rose. I mean, he's going to put up numbers. So, that's going to be a lot of money, man, to have those, you know, to have those people over there, uh, especially with the, uh, you know, the recuperation of that particular country. You know, Me in, in Japan. In Japan. Yeah, in Japan. That's right. See, look at you. I say Japan. What are you talking about? Because the, the country couldn't come to your mind, so you just kept, was gonna keep going to say that particular country. It's, it's, it is a country. It's an Hold island. Up. KG, what he's slipping? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
playing with them countries. That's how Japan was a country. It is a country. <laughs> okay, so what are you talking about? Because you went and say the word. I mean, nobody knows what you're talking about. Oh, this man is donating money to this country. You got to say Japan. Man, everybody knows what, uh, it was blasted all over the news if you didn't know. Excuse me to all the listeners out there. The country is Japan that Derrick Rose, that plays for the Chicago Bulls, who wears number one, who was the point guard for the Chicago Bulls. So every point that he puts up, you put up 30 points, that's $30,000. I'm going to donate $1,000 for us that particular country. So, Must shout out nice. to him. Yes. Must be nice. Anyway. <laughs> Gee, let's get today's into what the show is going to be about today. I mean, let's, let's let you introduce the show today since I always do. Actually, I'm having some problems yeah. over here. Well, go ahead, Al. I just get thrown in the bucket for you every week. Anyway, title of today's show, Oh, So You Won't Submit. And pretty much, you know, this particular topic came, you know, we were talking and, you know, Jim brought up something, you know, on a, on one of our previous shows. And we was like, hmm, we may need to explore this a little bit more as far as the word submission. You know, it always seems to have a negative connotation behind it. When discussed in the realm of a relationship or a marriage, you know, primarily in the eyes of who? Of course, females. Now, some people view submission in relationship as being, you know, someone slave physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, etc. Um, so, without being submissive, you know, as a man or a woman, can a relationship or a marriage exist? Now, I have heard that, you know, some people have said that it cannot exist, but some people are saying that it, you know, it, it probably can. So, we're going to really explore that part today. And also, we want to know. Are there specified or defined roles of a man and a woman in a relationship? Um, also, uh, why is it hard for some women, not all women, but some women to play their role in the relationship? And are some women trained or conditioned in the mindset of a man? So, we want to hear what you all got to say. Now, if you're going to hear what the middleman got to say, you know, but we want to hear from you all out there who are listening to us via any, you know, type of media we want to make sure that you all get your comments out there. This is a very uh, strong, opinionated subject that a lot of people, you know, talk about daily. You know, so we want to hear what you all feel about this particular topic. Now, if you have any, if you all have any questions that you want to ask us, make sure you, you, know, you ask us that. You know, you call in 718-508-9972, and we'll definitely get to it. But great subject for today. We want to get into it. G, you want to go ahead and go and get into the first clip or the first song? Yeah, we're going right, to rock this first clip right here. This is a clip that we uh, we got off of YouTube. And it's basically this young lady, she's defining submission and her own opinion. Once we get past this clip right here, we want you guys to press that number one if you have an opinion. Or once we get into this conversation and you hear something that makes you want to say something, press number one. Mm-hmm. On the web chat, go ahead and type in anything you want to all our people on Facebook you can come over to uh, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the middleman and get on our web chat. Make your little profile. Click that like button also on our Facebook page. So uh, we're going to hit this first clip, and then right after this, we're going to go directly to the conversation. You listen to the middleman on Blog Talk Radio. Here we go. I wanted to define what submission is, what that word means itself, because it's so important to the concept. 
Submission means to give power and authority to someone or something. So before you can give your power and authority away to a man or in a relationship, you have to, number one, submit to a higher power. And number two, submit to yourself. You have to know what submission is, know what your power is, know who you are, what you bring to the table, what value you add to someone else's life. Before you can submit to them and give them your power, you have to know what your power is. So that is what submission is. And, you know, I always say when the queen is ready, the king will appear. So you have to groom and shape and cultivate your life to be a submissive woman because you're submissive to a higher power and submissive to yourself to be submissive to your husband or to your man. And I had someone say to me, well, I, I'm not being submissive to anybody that doesn't take care of me, that doesn't know their roles as a man. I'm not going to be submissive to them. Well, okay, here's the thing. I'm not say, saying be submissive to every man that you're with and be submissive when a man says jump, you say how hot. No, he has to be worthy. He has to be worthy of you being submissive to him because he has to submit to you as well. So, you know, when the queen is ready and she finds that king, that king will then submit to his wife. So it's a 50-50 thing. It's a two-way street. Um, so that is what submission is. I just, I just wanted to uh, define that. And, you know, like I said before, the traditional roles of womanhood, they, they've been lost. They've been lost. And so have some of the roles of, of manhood. They've definitely been lost, too. And it's time for, for us to um, get those back. And in order to do that, they have to be retaught. Those roles of, of being a man and of being a woman have to be retaught. We have to teach each other. So, you know, if you're a woman, yes, you may have to teach your man how to take care of you, teach your man how to love you if he's willing to learn how to do that, and vice versa. So, you know, it starts with you. It starts with you loving yourself, submitting to yourself, knowing what it takes to love you and what it takes to be in a relationship with you, and, you know, finding that person who can fulfill what you need. You know, my whole thing is let's just get back to family. Let's get back to real love. Let's get back to that thing that kept our grandparents together for 20, 30 years. That, that element is what I'm trying to get back, and I truly believe that it starts with submission, submitting to God, submitting to yourself, and submitting to uh, a husband or to, to your wife. Hmm. What do you think about that? I I agree with her. I I agree with the clip. I agree with her. I think it's very very true. And I think the mistake that a lot of women women make and uh, and it causes a lot of women to become I hate this word but damaged is that they try to play that role of under to undeserving men and it's not it's never going to work. When you try to submit and be this woman to someone who's not on the same page as you, and you become damaged goods, and you ruin it for the next man who you should play that role with. But I agree with the the lady from the clip. Yeah, we have a comment on the uh, chat board uh, from Nubian uh, Fifty uh, on the chat board that a man's role is not to submit. So how do you feel about that, Dean? I agree. I, I agree, but I, I, I think, think, I think that, that the word can become misconstrued, mm-hmm. where if you have a leader, a leader doesn't necessarily, you know what I'm saying, mean that he doesn't listen to anyone. If you have a strong man and you have someone who is for his household, 
that and for you, that man is going to listen to your opinion. That man is going to take what you say in account because you're on his team. And it, I wouldn't call it submission. Uh, maybe that's not what the the clip, the lady in the clip meant. But that man is going to back his woman up. He's going to listen to her, and that's that's the role that he's going to do. He's not submission does not mean bow down and you're over me. Right. Now, that, you know, that, that, that's where, you know, you have a lot of people when this word actually comes up, you know, that what pops in their mind is that, you know, they they are put beneath something, um, you know, they're being controlled, you know, in all aspects, um, you know, like the, like the Ike and Tina you know, syndrome, you know, that's what, you know, some people think about, you know, when they hear the word submission in a relationship or the word is brought up, you know, they think of that first off. It's always like the negative side that comes out first, you know, versus anything else. You know, you know, no matter, you know, what the spiritual base behind it or, you know, none of that comes up. It's always about the negative side of it. And, and you I, know, that's the purpose of the first. Go, go ahead. Oh, and I think, I know this is Kevin's favorite thing, and I will admit it. So, Kevin, get ready to put me for some claps. I think there was a period in time, especially in America, where we went through this feminism stage. And... Feminists have misconstrued the family unit and women's role within the family unit so much that I think that our family units have gotten lost in the roles that we should play. And just because I'm a, I am a, I believe I am a feminist. I am pro woman, but I also believe in the traditional family, and I also believe that it is a woman's job to support her man. And and I do believe that if you are with a man, you should submit. But that does not make me anti-feminist. And I think that was the beginning of this negative connotation with the word submit. Right. So without any form of, you know, submission, um, I mean, you know, do we all feel, well, well how do you all feel about, uh, and this is for, you know, all our listeners out there and everyone on the chat board, you know, do you all feel that, Submission is a part of a, of a relationship or a marriage. Can it work or can it not work without that? I mean, you know, that's a heavy subject that, you know, I think everyone talks about once they reach that level of a higher commitment. You know, what is the submission of this relationship will be about? You know, how would that, you know, as far as the woman perspective on that? Well, I think for me, I say that. When you find out that this is someone that you have committed to and you're you're not dating this person anymore, you have committed, you made a commitment to this man, then yes, you should show him because how else is he going to know that you're marriage material unless you take on some of those roles. Now, you know, if you're submitting and you're doing all this and you don't have any results and he's not being the right person to do this with, you need to move on and find the right man to play that role with. But I definitely uh, um, think that if you commit to a guy, yeah, you should submit to him. But a lot of women have a definite problem with that. Like I said, can a relationship exist without that submission? Because no, it cannot. It cannot. No, but some people actually think that if, like, like I mean, it's it's cut and dry to a certain degree that some people think that the word submission means I'm bowing down to you and I can't do it. From any standpoint You know what I mean I'm not going to do it Because if I do it Then you're going to take Advantage of me And you're going to take Control of What we have In this relationship And once you do that I mean because Like like, Two people Two people can't 
two people, like if you were at war, two mm-hmm. people, you can't have two people in control of the war because you're going to lose. Because you're going to spend more time instead of concentrating on what you have to do to win, you're going to spend more time battling who's right and who's wrong and which way we should go. One person has to rule and one person has to lead. And if you right. pick a good leader, then that leader is going to listen to his co-captain or his co-ruler. Right, but some people, you know, even though I, I agree with what you just said, but some people, regardless of them leading or following, some people, they don't want to assume either or. You know what I'm saying? They they want to, you right. know, they kind of stagnant in that relationship. But then you have those, that, and, and I hate to say this, and you just said it for me, but some women, just the way that they've been trained in the last past couple of years where they feel that, you know, my mama was a strong woman, and how we talk about this all the time, a strong, independent yeah. woman. When you get yeah. those type women in a relationship, they ain't trying to have nobody telling them what to do, period. And that's because a lot of that is not all the fault of the woman. A lot of it falls on you guys because so many bad guys out there ruin it. And I, like I said, I hate that word, damage. But they do. They they damage women. And they damage, like, you know, I've, I've met 10 guys and every last one of them turned out to be jerks. So, you know what, I'm a little bit more careful and my guard is a little bit higher for the next one. And, yeah, I have a little bit of a problem letting down a wall because I keep meeting toes. And, and jerks, and yeah. a lot of women think like that. But I ain't the one. But what about, that, but what yeah, about that? You know, you know, you have a small population of those. Uh, I guess you would say, if you, if you have a group of females, you have one that hasn't, you know, had those experiences. But she is taking on the trait of everybody else's experiences because that's all she's been hearing. You know, so, I mean, you have that genre with that just. Okay, well, since my girlfriend has been through this, or um, you know, my sister been through that, or my aunt been through that, or my best friend been through that, I'm going to take on the same trait as them to protect myself from the same situation. But I also no, say we- to the men, to the men, if you are a leader and you are a strong man, why aren't more men stepping up and saying, "No, let me teach you how to love. Let me teach you what a real man does in a relationship. Let me show you." But instead, some men just sit back and complain, "Well, you're not submitting to me. You're not submitting to me. No, teach me. Show me that you're the leader." But a lot of guys won't take that role on either. I mean, I, I can, I can, I can definitely agree with that because there are a lot of, you know, slouch, slouchy dudes out there. You know, you know, they're not up on their game. You know, they talk. You know, mad crap or whatever, but um, you know, we we talked about that on you know, like on another show as far as you know, a guy telling you what you want to hear just to get you to fall. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, certain guys do that, but then you also have the ones which you know from the dough that ain't worth your time. But you still have those group of women who fall for it every time. You know, and then when it comes to they get to the point to where they're um, about to get married and all this, and then the next thing you know, like this big explosion in the relationship comes out because of the, you know, the submission is an issue. And if and if you, you know, don't have that formed, you know, I would I would say, you know, even you know, in the growing stages of the relationship, once you get to know that person, and you know that this is who you're gonna be with, you know, the marriage. I mean, it's always gonna be problems. It's always gonna be arguments. It's always gonna be, you know. Negative well, you shouldn't be getting to that point if that's time. not established anyway. If you if you meet someone, no matter that, how much, that's and this what I'm is saying. that's right. That's yeah, right. no matter how much you love them, if if they can't, because I think 
the reason why the, the, I think the Bible talks about, you know, the roles of men and women, because that's the glue to hold any team together. And if you're not, if you don't have that, then it's never going to work, no matter how much you love the person. Hey, we have done our clips over here. He says, he says on the uh, web chat, it says, wife submit to your husband, and first the husband, husband must submit to Christ. And uh, that's right. from a biblical standpoint, and I agree with that, because if you don't have yourself right with God, you can't have yourself right with nobody no, else. you can't. That's just my yeah. opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He also yeah. says that it tells husbands to love their wives as Christ loved the church. And that's a deep love right there if you got it in the right mm-hmm. frame of mind. That's right. That's right. You know, I totally agree with you, my brother. And uh, Nomi over there, she was saying we talking negatively about uh, submission. <laughs> <laughs> oh my But I mean just I mean from a positive standpoint if you want us to say it from that standpoint, no me uh if some if some guys had a woman that wasn't so combative and I'm not saying all women are combative, I think it's a different day and time. But women now are more combative and I'm not saying all women, some women, some women, not all women. You have that combative nature and if a brother, you know, if a brother not used to that, you know what I'm saying? He coming into that, he, he, what, what, how you think he gonna think about it? But if he's not, <clears throat> excuse me, if he's not doing the right thing, then maybe that's ca- causing some of the combativeness. A lot of men do not like to take accountability. They do mm-hmm. not like to own up. Because I've had, you know, why do you bitch so much? Why do you fuss so much? Why do you this? Why do you that? Because you're not doing the right thing. And if you start doing the right thing, I wouldn't have to fuss. Now, it's funny that you said that. Now, we had a clip that we were going to play, but I uh, didn't get the opportunity to get it. But uh, it's from our man T-Mod. You know, we love T-Mod on this show. And oh, yeah. T-Mod was sharing a story about this young lady that uh, she has this husband, and they've been married a little bit over four years. She has two kids previously, and he has a kid with her. Now, the gist of the whole thing was they were married, and they had, I guess they were having financial problems or whatnot. And every month she would kick him out because she was saying that he wasn't making as much money as she was. And, uh, you know, and he was at home on the couch, and, you know, when he had a job, it wasn't making that much money. So she looked at him like, you know, he wasn't really worth it, but she loved him. And and T-Mar was just basically saying, you need to make sure that you shouldn't go into a situation where you got your husband and, and you making him feel less than a man and kicking him out like that every time. Because, I mean, if, if they had that relationship together, you know, she knows that that situation was what it was. She, wasn't, she was making more money than him. She was kicking him out. And, and basically, she should have just basically dealt with that situation because he was at home taking care of the kids, kids that wasn't his and a kid that was his, and doing everything around the house. But she always kicked them out. And when you have women that, that just basically look at you from that standpoint of, okay, you're supposed to be the man. Like you said earlier, you're supposed to be the, be the man, do what you want to do, do what you're supposed to do, and I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. That ain't always going to be the case, though, Jen. You know, and, and I feel like women should come at a man in a way that they should submit. I'm going to say the word. Be easy. She'll let that relationship work the way it was and, and work it out. Mm-hmm. No, I can't ramble. No, right there. I got a Man, that is Most definitely. We may need to post that on uh, on our Facebook, man. I mean, oh, I'm going to do that right very, now. Very, I'm about to do that right now. Yeah. 
That's a very interesting clip. Uh, if you all want to watch that clip, just go to our Facebook page, The Middleman Talk Show, and you'll see the clip by T Mott on there. Um, it was rather long, so that's why we didn't get it. But um, that particular clip, I mean, you know, we have, you know, a population of people out there like that. You know, believe it or not, I mean, it, you know, it. it but has, that's different. You know, that's different. If uh, you know, I don't think that's the same. Like, you can't compare the same two. Because if you get with someone, and I think women, a lot of the problems with women is that we have to be truthful with ourselves. If you get with a guy and you know he's crap, and you know he doesn't make that much money, and he does this, and for some reason you, you know, go on with the relationship and you pursue it and you find yourself in this, don't complain down the line because he's not this person that you want him to be in your mind, that you created in your mind you have to deal with the reality of who he is and if you love him enough to accept him for who he is then you do what you have to do as a woman which is you know backing him up and believing in him but if you can't accept that leave that alone and don't make react don't make your fantasy of what you want into your reality because you set yourself up for failure exactly right exactly that that's kind of what he was saying too it's funny that you said it like that (laughs) But I mean, you know, so clearly Can submission be, you know, excluded from any form of type of relationship? I mean, that's the question So I I guess what, the answer is no, right? Right No, I think if, like, you, it can be Like, okay, say I date, like I date guys And like, every guy I date, they don't get the submission you know, because I don't know you. I don't know you like that. I don't know if you're deserving of that. That's something that you have to prove to me. Mm. 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 If you want to get into this conversation, you know, yeah. make sure you all dial seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two and press the number one on your phone. We doesn't get you in if you have any questions or comments. But uh, go ahead, Kevin. No, I was just looking at the web chat, man. We have a lot of people over here. Um, I mean, they have some interesting comments over here about it. Now, I'm not able to catch up with everything they're saying, but definitely it's a great conversation going on on the web chat over there. Right. Okay. Um, so now, now the next thing that, you know, we thought about, you know, asking as far as next with the you know, particular role of the show now is, is the specified and defined roles of the man and the woman in the relationship. Now, are they are they identified? Are they specified? Are they defined? How does that go? Uh, was it something taught to us? Was it something that you know was a a model behavior, meaning that we saw our parents do it or saw our, the older aunts and uncles do it, and we just modeled that same behavior? Are there are those roles defined or are they specified? I mean, how does that get into that relationship standpoint as far as you know the man and the woman? How does that come about? I think that's, a, you know, it depends on, you know, people's particular situation. Like, you have got, like, what do you guys think about, like, you have many men now where they're the stay-at-home dads, and the woman, you know, she goes out and she is the provider and the worker and, and so forth. I think, you know, in those situations, is it, I think it's a little harder for the woman to submit like a, a stay-at-home mom would when she, you know, if she's the main provider. And you do have situations like that. Right. Now, would that be, that would be more like role reversal. You know, um, you know, 
like you said, she she's the provider and you know the breadwinner of the of the situation, and you know he's the caretaker, or you know the what do they call it the stay at home dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are those situations, do you guys think that those situations are wrong? Because I do believe it is a little bit harder to submit when you're the one, the main, like, bread maker. You're the main one, you're this and that, and he's, you know, he's taking on a more domesticated role in the relationship. Because it might be a little bit, the lines are fuzzy, does that make those situations wrong? Um, you don't have to excuse me because I, I swear I'm having some problems over here. <laughs> that's all right. Um, I mean, that's, man, well, in my perspective, I've always been uh, around men who were the breadwinners, you know, who worked, you know, a lot, you know, brought the food home, uh, you know, made sure the bills were always paid. But they also had a wife that also had a job as well, too, you know, but she still took care of what she felt was her wife's duties or um, uh, motherly duties in a home as well, too. You know, she has did that. That's that's all that I have seen. Now, I do know somebody, you know, who, you know, he's the guy. You know, he has his Ph.D. You know, his wife works, but he has his Ph.D., but, he's you know, he he's at home with the kid, every, you know, all day. You know, he don't work. So I feel like he's wasting, you know, his talent. I mean, he has a Ph.D., he has the opportunity to bring that particular, you know, his environment up to another level due to him having a PhD in, you know, this particular field in which I'm not going to identify, but um, he has the ability to be making six figures if he wanted to, if he were to go and get a job. But at that level in their relationship, they were comfortable with where they are. You know, he wanted to be at home with the child, but, you know, that particular part of their relationship, I mean, she still... uh, I mean, she's not, even though she's paying all the bills, she still is submissive towards him in that aspect, if I should say, so, say that. But I think he should get a job. You know, I think he should be, you know, caretaker, you know, you know. I mean, I mean, excuse me, not the caretaker, but the breadwinner and, you know, and the provider, head of the household, all that, you know, and one, two. Hey, we should have a caller that want to get into this conversation, y'all. Okay, go ahead. All right, call her 850 You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hi, um, this is Dee Dee, and uh, I wanted to jump in and make a couple of comments. Go ahead. ahead, Number one, um, I want to offer, like, a different perspective. I don't think just because the woman is a breadwinner that she doesn't have to submit. Submission is not necessarily about, oh, um, I'm home cooking or whatever. Submission is about respect. The man is the head of the household regardless. If he's pulling his weight and she happens to be making more money, the point is whatever the man says goes. He's the the one that makes the final decision in the home. And that's, I guess, it's a cultural perspective for me where I was raised in a totally different culture. Regardless of what your man does for a living and what you do for a living, when the husband comes home at night, he's he's the head of the household. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's not saying that he's going to run her and just tell her to do whatever. The bottom line is he makes the final decision. You know, he's the one, they talk about it, but at the end of the day, if if she wasn't around and he had to make a decision, he could go ahead and do it. And she has to accept it. It doesn't say that she lose her power as a woman. She's still a woman. She has a role as a woman. 
he's supposed to listen to her and take advice from her. But at the end of the day, if he decides that he doesn't want to go with what she says, that's up to him. And it's not only a cultural thing; it's also biblical. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's one thing I wanted to I wanted to say on that. So submission to me doesn't tell me for that you. you're running me. I have a question for you, and and I may assume that um, you said culturally, as far as wh- where where are you from originally? Nigeria. Nigeria. Have you ever yeah. have you really noticed a difference in how American women interact in their relationship opposed to Nigerian women or African women? Uh, to me, it's a huge it's a huge difference. You know, a lot. One thing I could say: a lot of times in relationships, we don't. Um, we're talking about courtship. You know, we do a lot more courtship than relationships. Like when you get to a certain age, you know, your family is like, okay, you start courting because you know after a certain age you finish school, the next thing is to get married. If you want to get married, that's by choice. But we don't believe in going in and out of relationships and just, you know, dating or having sex or that's that's the ideal belief, but that doesn't mean that it always happens that way. But a lot of times, you know, women, Nigerian women are, are raised to be like the caretaker of the home. You can still go to work, go to college, get your education, have your business, do whatever it is that you want to do. But at the end of the day, you could be out 10 hours a day and still come home. Your role as a woman is to take care of the home. Right. You know, that doesn't mean that your husband cannot help you, but that's your role. Take care of your husband, take care of your kids. Do, do you whatever feel you have that, to do for yourself. Do you, do you feel that, you know, because of how, how your mentality is towards that that aspect of relationship, do you feel like American women look at you funny or they, they look at your opinion as if it's not correct? Well, a lot of times correct? they don't agree with my opinion because um, I don't know if you guys, you guys know that song by Destiny's Child catered to you. And yeah. I love that song because that pretty much expresses the way I feel towards my man, someone that I want to make a future with. I'm supposed to take care of you. I was raised by my mother to take care of the home, which I saw her do. She worked full-time. She has her business. She has her job. At the same time, it's always like, okay, your dad's coming home. What is he going to eat, you know? I was raised like that. Okay, you need your dad's clothes need to be ironed. So it was things that my dad could do for himself, but she did it because she knew that was her duty as his wife. Mm-hmm. And wanted to do that. My my mother Yeah, was it, it wasn't, it wasn't a duty. It was just to... like, that was just part of taking care of my husband. So when he comes home... He would be happy. That was just that was just normal for us. You know, it wasn't something that I was forced to do. It was just a normal thing. When I got old enough to know how to cook and clean, then it became my job to make sure that dad's food was ready when he got home. So it became second nature to me. I wanted him to come home and eat what I cooked. Hmm. And I and I think that, and I I know that I, we might get a buzz from this statement, but I think that. African American women, especially after this is to our African American women, we are the number one leading single ladies in the world. And I think because we have our our family cultures have been so destroyed, we have stepped away from some of that thinking. So that is you know, no man wants a woman who's so anti you know, I can't tell you what to do or you don't you you see it as a job doing things for me instead of, you know, enjoying doing it for me. And I think that is one of the reasons why a lot of African-American women are single. Yeah, it has a lot to do with it. At the same time, the man loves and respects and honors his wife. It has to, there's always a give and take. Relationships are about give and take. So it's not that I'm going to come home and do all this stuff 
but the man showed her something to make her to want to continue to do what she's doing because that's the only way a lot of relationships will function. You know, you, yep. have, you have to give to receive. It goes both ways regardless. And a lot of African-American men aren't aren't playing that role either. They're not being the loving person that's coming home. They're not being the provider. And I say on this show all the time, my favorite statement, you know, I'll be the queen, the mother, the whore, the anything that you want for my man. But if you're not being the king, you don't get that treatment. Exactly, exactly. And I, I know what I'm about to say right now might, you know, I might get a lot of people to hate me. But as an African woman raised in a different country, and I came here pretty young, so I was able to see both cultures. Um, I don't date Af- uh, um, American guys. I've tried it. It didn't work for me. And it's not, it's not like I have anything against them, but when I see the role that um, I want to play and the way I was raised, it doesn't work for me. So even if I'm not married or not settled now, when I look at a man, if it's an American guy, there's certain things that he has to do. You know, and if he doesn't bring that to the table, then to me it doesn't work. So I tend to right, right. date more African guys or men from other cultures. Not even just African. It could be Haitian, it could be Jamaican. But, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hold that, thought. Hold that thought, Diddy. We appreciate your comment. We got another caller that want to get in on this. Uh, caller 215, you're live on the Middle Man Talk Show. Hey, what's happening, folks? This is the Haitian Abomination, known as Don Calypso. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, oh, Don? What's going well. on, man? Appreciate you on that web chat, too. Hey, well, I'm not going to stick around for long, but what I wanted to say is, uh, going back to the whole the submission thing, I liken it to the relationship between the naval captain and his first officer, where the first officer and somebody has to submit to the captain because the captain is ultimately responsible for everything that happened on the ship. But the captain, and for those of you closet Trekkies out there, I know you might not admit to it, but black folks watch Star Trek. And if you ever watch the <laughs> Star Trek PNG, you know, you notice how anytime Captain Picard made a decision, he would go in his ready room and talk with Commander Riker. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Riker would voice his objection. Right. Picard would always consider it. And if, if, Riker objected. He was always noted in his log and take personal responsibility if anything happened. That's how it goes. So the thing about submission, it's not that the man is a tyrant with his foot over her neck like the, the radical feminist would like us to believe. Shout out, Ms. Harvey. Right. But no, what, they re- what it is really about is uh, it's about the fact that the man is ultimately responsible. And if for those so-called hip- for those hypocrites out there who claim to be believers in the Bible but who have a problem with the concept of submission, Look at it this way. When Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit, even though Eve was the one who ate it first, they, their eyes were not open until Adam ate it. And when God came, God called Adam, what have you done? Because Adam was the one who was giving the instructions initially. And what did Adam do? Like any good punk, oh, uh, by the way, uh, it's, uh, uh, oh, that woman you gave me made me eat the fruit. So Adam was a total punk. Adam punked out. So the fact of the matter is the man is ultimately responsible. That's why God went to Adam. To Adam, what did you do? Same right. way when we're talking right. about the whole submission, you don't, ladies, you don't submit to your boyfriend. And this is one thing I can't stand when I hear women say, well, well I did it, man, I submitted, and it, and it turned out bad. Well, you're not supposed to submit to Pookie, Riri, or Dayquil unless that's your husband. <laughs> and uh, Pookie, Riri, and Dayquil are definitely not husband material. So, you know, and another note, you're not supposed to be breeding with them, but that's a whole other show. So, ladies, 
about. Don't bristle at the term submission. It's not about a tyrant-slave relationship. Consider yourself the first officer. The husband may be the captain, but the first officer is the one who makes everything happen. And the captain can do his job without you. And that's what it is. But ultimately, any shit goes wrong, it's his fault. So think about it. Unless you want to be the one to wear the crown and have all the responsibilities, which most of those feminist women do not. So on that note, I will shut up and I'll let you guys continue. Carry on. Hey, man. Thank you. Thank you. But I say this to ladies. Ladies, if you find a guy that is a good guy that that shows you how a lady is supposed to be treated, that is that that plays that man role, you can't go back to, like Calypso said, Pookie, Dayquil, and Ray Ray. You you can never do that. And you will want, it's not that it's a job to submit, or you won't even see it as submission. You would see it as it would come second nature because I want to do this for him because I love him and I want to show him and I want to be this person that he needs me to be. Right. Speaking of that right there, we have another clip that we're going to go ahead and run. Um, is I mean, basically, if you look at the situation like he was saying, you shouldn't submit to guys that are not your husband. But this next right. that we're going to play is dealing with a married couple and the wife. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just play the clip, and y'all check this out. I want y'all to listen to everything he's saying, and we're going to talk about this once we get past the break. Because, I mean, I, I bet you if a guy had this happen, it will make him feel good. Here we go. Blog Talk Radio, The Middleman. My name is Ayize, and I usually do this column with my wife, Iyana, but... I'm doing it today by myself because I wanted to speak directly to the women and ask them a question. And this question was um, sparked by a situation that occurred the other day between my wife and myself. And, and um, it was actually a pleasant experience. But let me just go ahead and lay the groundwork for you before I ask the question. The other night, it was the evening. Um, actually, it was late at night. And uh, my wife and I, we just got finished spending some quality time. So, again, I said it was late at night. So y'all could probably imagine what type of quality time we were spending. But um, after we finished spending our quality time, my wife, she looked at me and said, Ayize, I submit to you. And when she said that, it made me take pause. I stopped dead in my tracks and was like, did she just say what I think she said? <laughs> she said, Ayize, I submit to you. Now, me being a guy, a black guy, well, I'm not going to say a black guy because not all black men think like I think, but me being me, the first thought that came on my mind was that I put in that type of work for her to say she submits to me. <laughs> so that's the first thought. But when I rose above my lower self, um, in my mind and, my, and in my spirit, I was like, wow. My wife, she just said I submit to you. Now, y'all know Iyana. I mean, she did a post before talking about she's a recovering aggressaholic. So, um, you know, she ain't the type of sister that's necessarily going to come out the mouth and say I submit to you unless it's really something on her spirit. So, you know, in her saying, I submit to you, I really sensed like there was this deep genuineness and sincerity, and, you know, she was pretty much just saying to me, baby, you know, I know you got me. I trust you. I love you, and I'm thankful for you. So her submitting to me, and underneath that submission, meaning all of that, it really meant the world to me. I was like, wow, my wife, she just said, I submit to you. You know, so for the women out there, I want to ask you all this question. What feelings come up when you think about the idea of saying to your husband, your boyfriend, your significant other, I submit to you? If they're good feelings, if they're negative feelings, I want to know what um, is, is 
triggered inside of you when you think about the idea of saying, I submit to my name. And uh, that was the second clip, yeah, man. What what do y'all think about that? I think that, you know, I think it happens. I think I have friends. I have, you know, I have girls that, you know, tell me, like, the same thing that they, you know, they want to submit to their man. It's that I just have a lot of friends that submit to the wrong men, and then they flip it around. And but the mistake that a lot of girls make is when you make that decision where you can no longer trust him enough to submit to him that he's not the one. You have, and this is talking to me myself. You have to get rid of him because it's not going to work. We try to hold on to things too much, ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a, a, a comment off the uh, the chat board over here. Um, you know, from Nomi nineteen oh eight. You know, she was saying that you know, ladies needs to stop you know making priorities out of those who uh, should only be options. And um, yeah, options. Because I think, I, yeah, that should only be options. I mean. I mean, we we've all got female friends, man. That just is soaked up into you know what's uh, presented in front of them. You know, not you know giving it time. You know, just uh, falling for any and every you know guy out there. You know, and any and every guy out there is not for you. You know, Michael Jordan. You know, what I'm saying is not for my little sister. You know, my sister is young. You know, what I'm saying when she turned eighteen, Michael Jordan ain't for her. You know, but. Uh, I mean, you got females out there that are like that. You know, they just want, you know, any any and every guy, you know what I'm saying, out there. You know what I'm saying? And, and, like, you can't do that. Like, you can't do that. You know, it's good to, you know, see what's out there and uh, learn to grow to get to know somebody, you know, before, you you know what I'm saying, you let them into, you know, everything else, man. Because, I mean, people get hurt all the time, mm-hmm. you know, by, by them. And, like... Like the guy said, you know what I'm saying, when, you know, he was laying there and, you know, his wife said, you know, she's submitted, that let him further know, even know, you know, that they're married, that their marriage is going to grow to the next level. Yeah. She felt that he is the right man for her. And then, you know, that made him feel even more better that he felt that she is the right woman for him, too, even though they already married. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was just like, you know, the way he said it, man, you could tell it was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can tell okay. that it, it made him felt that way because, you know what I'm saying, when a person trusts you, like he said, she trusts me. That's all a lot of people want in their life. They want somebody to trust them. I know, like you said, Gene, you have some damaged or jaded women out there that may have a situation that was prior to that person. But if you can't open yourself up to the next person, you won't have, like Al said, that next level relationship, that next level of beauty. Because, I mean, man, when he said it, man, I was like, Wow. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know that feeling myself. You know what I'm saying? And, and I hope that everybody on this phone line, that's on the internet, that's listening to us for however you listen to us, I hope you get that feeling too. Yeah, yeah. You know, to have somebody to, to look at you and be like, "You mine, and I'm yours." That's real. Yep. Well, that? Naomi, Naomi, I hope that's positive enough for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> But this next question is not going to be so positive, huh? <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> so well, we can go uh, into you know, that also, my brother. So, you know, our, you know, our next question, you know, why is it so hard for some women 
to play their role in the relationship. And we can, you know, we can vice versa back to a guy too. But, you know, why is it hard for some women at all to play their role in a relationship? I think it goes back to some of the things we talked about earlier, Al, the upbringing, this generation, um, society itself. Being Uh, damaged by no good trifling men. Uh, hey, but why do y'all know, that ain't always the case, though, Gene. It's, it's, but, okay, but, it's but, not but, always, but, but one of the factors. But you got to look at the type of guys that some of y'all be choosing, man. You know Pookie that's standing on the corner. You know, he may be wearing some you know, some Gucci and, and, and Prada and all that, but if he's standing on the corner, why is he standing on the corner, though? You know, at 12 o'clock when he should be at work. I think I said this in in a prior show where we did the it was the um, what's the the exciting man versus the boring yeah, man. Yeah, Mr. Exciting versus yeah. boring. A lot of Mr. Excitement come in disguise of Mr. Boring, and you give him it does not always be so black and white. And you find this person, and you think he's you know a straight up guy. You think he's a quote unquote Mr. Boring, and you you played a submissive role to him and then all of a sudden he changes and he becomes Mr. you know no good and then you know a lot of women that happen to and they become they become difficult after that because like once you get burned you're never the same once you when you were a little kid once you touched the stove and you had your hand burned you were never the same you never approached the stove the same ever again in your life and that's what happens to a lot of women Hey, if you're on the website and you disagree with us or you agree with us, please press that number one call back in. If I see Don Calypso said, you wrong, Jen. I'm wrong. I'll be back yes. and tell me how I'm wrong. <laughs> he just said you wrong. <laughs> man, I think one element, too, man, and I, I, I love this guy. You know, I love, well, I love the persona of who he is. Steve Harvey, I think he made a big mistake when he's told women to think like a lady but act like a man. That was wrong. Right. Uh, we, matter of fact, we got our man Don Calypso back on the line. Let's bring Don back in. Don, what's up? She want to know why is she wrong? All right, let me explain. It's pretty simple. Because she says, you know, she gets a good guy, Mr. Wrong, who acts like Mr. Right and submits to him. Well, unless she married the man, because it's not, when I hear all those cases women talk about, oh, I submitted and I got played, those were not husbands. Those were boyfriends. Or sometimes they were just extended jump ups. That's why, ladies, yeah. again, the thing says wives submit to your husband. It never said girls submit to your boyfriend. Wives submit to your husband. And before you even making your husband, before you say, I do, you got to check to make sure he's submitted to God first. Because if he's not submitted to God, he's not going to love you as Christ loved the church. He's not going to be willing to take a bullet. You know, it's not willing to take a bullet to save you the way Christ took the cross for us. You know? So you don't, so that's you don't the whole believe... Point. Can I ask you this? If you don't believe, if I'm in a committed relationship and, you know, we are committed, we're not to marriage yet, but we're in a committed relationship, I shouldn't show him my wifey material that I that I bring to the table? I shouldn't submit to him? Uh, far as submitting, I should, I mean, I should always not, be combative living, with him? Are you, not about being combative, but if you're not living in the same household and stuff, I mean, if, if you're living... Unless you're shacking up, which you're really not supposed to do. But the whole submitting thing is as far as with stuff going on with the household, where submitting means that he discuss, you discuss everything together. But ultimately, 
he is accountable for the final decision. Which means, not that if he if he makes a decision that's bad, you can you go ahead and rub it in his face. I told you so. But the fact of the matter is, as a man, if he's going to be the leader and you submit to him, he has to be man enough to accept the consequences that if he makes a bad decision and he went against your recommendation, he can assume responsibility for that. Or if he makes a decision and uh, you know he goes with you instead of what he would have done and it goes bad as a man he has to be able to say well I you know as a man I still take responsibility because I may have had a better idea but I chose to go with hers so again this is not the kind of stuff you do with your boyfriend that's the kind of stuff you do with your husband if you, if you get what I mean anyways yeah. Let me shut up again. Let, let me mute. No, let me no, mute that was my a good down point right there. We appreciate that. Sure. <laughs> hey, no problem. But it, it wasn't a personal attack on you. Too. No, was, we don't. Like no, I said, no, I don't take you, it as it a personal attack. No, Even it wasn't like I you're do. dead ass wrong. You, I thought you were wrong in the sense of submit to a boyfriend, but um, I, if it's I your husband, I agree to the point that a lot of girls give the goods to guys that before is before they showed you, like, I treat you as my husband, but you haven't committed to me as my husband yet. I, I do agree with that. But I also agree with showing somebody that you care about them. I have lived with guys or I've had committed relationships where I have submitted to them and and showed them I have your back on this ship. But I and did they have your back? At first. Hmm. At first. Well, ladies... Uh, you know, to all the ladies listening and in the archives, it takes time to develop the kind of trust before you can really, uh, you know, basically hand your life over to someone. And um, if you're not even at the point where you're talking marriage, there's not even that commitment there. Don't 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 go there. You know, if you're not if you're not in a relationship where you guys know this is marriage is what you're ultimately looking for, the both of you, then nah, don't submit. Don't don't shack up. Don't be in a position where you have to submit to his authority. You guys can date, get to learn to know one another, but you know, be supportive. But no, submission, that's when you're married. But hey, what do I know? No, I've only been married what, about ten months or something, but I digress. But you know something though, you married. Yeah, yeah, you know. A lot know. of yeah. people right. out here, brother. That's right. Right. Yeah, and in spite of the fact that my wife makes, you know, more than double my salary, guess what? I'm still the man of the house. Mm-hmm. She still turns, you know, I still, I'm still ultimately responsible for the decision, you know, for what goes on in the house. So it's not about who brings the most bacon either. And so it that's, shouldn't that's be. a feminist thought there. Right. Exactly. No, it shouldn't be. Exactly. It shouldn't be like that. Matter right. of fact, since we're talking about wives and Girlfriends and all that Because it's really going down On this web chat I hope y'all know that uh, Don We're going to play This next clip right here I want y'all to check This one out right here um, This clip is Who treats men better Wives or girlfriends We know Your wife's supposed To treat you better But y'all check out These comments That these brothers Make right here You're listening to The Middleman Talk Show On Blog Talk Radio Here's this clip Wives or girlfriends in our conversation earlier, you made some points, and I want to ask you, who takes better care of men, girlfriends or wives? It should be a question, right, ladies? But oftentimes I talk to men who complain to me about a wife wanting the title, wanting the house, wanting the security, the safety, but not wanting to take care of their man. Women of today 
don't nurture, love, encourage, and support that man the way my mother and my grandmother did. And so when I talk about encouraging, loving, supporting, nurturing your man, what I'm saying is that's a lost art today. Today's woman is more combative, more argumentative, more aggressive, ready to fight more than they're also ready to love. That's why I teach women to calm it down a notch. I understand why you're hurting. I understand why you do what you do. I know somebody hurt you. I know that last guy ran around you. I know that last guy hurt you, but that's not this guy. That is not who you are. The core of woman is to love. Love comes from you. You are the source. So are you to love your man? If you can't love your man, you need to leave your man. Right? If you can't love your man, you need to leave your man. That's why I challenge wives on a regular basis to say, hey, instead of complaining about your man, love on your man. That's where you are. We're missing that, that woman who, whenever she needs a man to do something, will come to the couch, rub on a man's head, tickle on his ear, say, hey, honey. Instead of, hey, can we say the N-word? No. Oh, oh, okay. I, I never do, but, you know, I'll just ask you. Uh, I would never do such a thing. Never cover it. Yeah, go ahead. I'll just simply say, um, I believe in treating my lady like a queen, but at the same time, it should be reciprocated. Treat your man like a king. Um, don't expect what you don't give. I'll simply leave it at that. When you're dating, you typically do a little bit more because it's new. It's fun. It's exciting. Any of y'all ever, ever had your heart race when you met a new person? Anybody? And you got really excited because the conversation was like, huh, okay. I know a lot of y'all have done that, at least go, huh, okay, yeah, I'm feeling him. So, so when you're dating, that's what you're going to do. You have that feeling. Now, let's take it and fast forward. The people you know today are different from the people you knew 10 years ago. And it's the same way in a relationship. Because over time, guess what? Babies come into the picture. Bills come into the picture. Let me say it one more time. Bills come into the picture. Because you want to have the best life you could ever have. And you make sacrifices. So then you have more things standing between you and this amazing man that you met that was so fine when you first saw him that you could not take your eyes off of him. But time has worn on that relationship. So I believe that dating right now People try a lot harder during the dating period, and once they get married, they don't try as hard. And it's, that's the wrong way to be, because that's what kills marriage. Like, oh, so. And that right there was the uh, third clip we played. Go ahead, Al. Yeah, most. Uh, I, I, I was just going to say, man, that was a, a great clip. Um, from that guy as well, um, you know, he said he said a lot of interesting things at the beginning. You know, women, if you don't love that man, you need to leave him. You need to leave him, man. If you don't want to love him, you know. You need to leave but not him. only that, I think you. if it's not the right kind of love, if if he's not being supportive to you and you feel like you can't give him that back, you have to be honest. No matter how much you lust him or how much you want to love him. Be honest about yeah, the but, situation but, but, and say he's not what I need. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, in the long run, will that work in the long run? 
But a lot of times, I think us as women make the mistake, and I, I said this earlier, where we make what we want, we try to make that into reality. We take someone who, you know, we want him to be this person, and we try to link that with reality, and that's where we mess up. Mm-hmm. But, Jen, we have a caller um, that want to get in the conversation. Hold on a okay. second. Caller 901-361. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Hey, uh, this hey. is Erica. I just like up, to Erica? say that, hey, um, I'm almost 30. So the whole dating thing for me is like, what's the point in just dating someone just because, and I can date you for a year, and then that's a whole year away, so here I am, 31. But how would a man know what you do and don't have to offer if you don't in some way submit to him? You don't have to do it fully. Right. But I mean, in some way, just offer to him what you do have. That way, he has a choice of I can accept this. This is what I want, or he can run with it. And what I'm getting tired of is, you know, I I do I show a man what I have to offer, whether he wants it or not. But I, I oftentimes get well, Eve, you are a great woman. You will make mm-hmm. some man a great wife. But what is the but? Do you not want to be happy? Do you not want to be married? Is it that he doesn't want to submit? Or does he just not want to be tied down? So, I mean, a man doesn't know what you have to offer unless you do those things. Well, that's how I feel. When, when, you, when you're doing, when you going through that whole circumstance and situation right there, are you observing him also? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know when to, when to back off and, you know, when to slow down on what I'm doing, yeah. Uh-huh. And then you don't know... What, you know, if this man is, is the right or the wrong man right. until you've gotten so far into it with him. Anyways, I mean, I can't look at him and say, oop, that's, that's the wrong man for me. You can't just look at right, right. him and say, say that. Right. And when I was saying observe, I mean, like, you know what you're looking for in a man. You know what you want. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know the things you need mostly. And mm-hmm. like you said, you are submitting so much of yourself to him. You know what I'm saying? Is he reciprocating that? Is he doing anything of that nature? Because when guys don't you know, a lot of times I think some women throw too much of themselves out there first. That's just my opinion. Now, I am guilty of that at first. I was guilty of that. But, I mean, yeah. I know now being more mature enough that Yeah, that comes with age. Exactly. It comes with age, right. Exactly. So, I mean, at the point that you're at right now, when a guy comes at you and say, hey, you know, I like you, but, you know, maybe you might want to ask straight up, what is, like you asked us, what is the butt about? You know what I'm saying? Because... You know, I, I've yet to get a straight answer. Yeah, but if he if he has a butt, he's not deserving of you and what you have to offer. So on to True. the next one. If he, if even if he, he that's not what he wants, so you can't make anybody want what they just don't want. And I think oh, a I'm lot not of make time, anybody want anything. But a lot of times I think women are investors and we and like you said I did I made the same mistake when when I was younger you meet a guy and you you know you put it all out there and you show him what a great person you are and so in in fact you've taken a part of yourself and you took a chance and invested it and a lot of times as women when we don't get that back that it's hurtful it's I mean it's it's angry it's like you know what's wrong what's you know we we internalize it and say well what's wrong but you know not all guys are, most of them are toads that I met, toads. I know I've watched the web chat go crazy, but most of them I met are jerks. Well, hold on, hold that thought right there. Carla, you can stay on the line also. We have another caller from 404. 
838. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hey, this is Tamika. Hey, what's up, Tamika? Hey, Tamika. Hi. Um, I just wanted to come in on this submission while submitting to your man. It just kind of takes me back to my psychology class talking about, like, gender uh, stratification or, like, yeah. this is, society mm-hmm. has been trained to think that women should do this, this, and this, and men are only responsible for this, this, or that. But, you know, if a woman doesn't do those things for her man or, you know, quote-unquote submit, she's a disobedient woman and may not be worthy of marrying, but I'm 34 years old, and I know... We need to stop passing the book the luck on men and stop saying well, you women need to stop choosing the wrong man. No, y'all need to stop acting like little boys, and y'all need to go back to the way my daddy was raised or my granddaddy was raised. He knew how to treat a woman because there will be no submission until y'all make the transition into real manhood. <laughs> That's just how they <laughs> there will be wow. no submission without the transition. <laughs> Heard that. <laughs> she went straight, uh, what's his name from Chicago? That's straight Tamika. That's straight Tamika. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, though, I want a man that can tell, quote unquote, tell me what to do. I want him to be my leader. I want, but he can't get that. If he's out there, just, he's going to be the man. Because the man I know, like my father, he took care of the home, not just to make it we losing you a little bit hello make it we losing you oh yeah okay we'll get back call to 901 call 901 you still on the line i'm still here all right now wait, would you agree with what she said i mean to some extent i mean we most do you think it's the brothers out here that ain't doing right? Hold, you know, just sometimes hoping. it is, but we can't. When as women, we can't continue to blame the men. We have to step, take a step back, and I have to take three steps back before and look at myself and see what I'm doing wrong because it's not always the man. You know, right. you know, you really don't know until you get into it and you see what you're doing, and then what is he not doing, or what can I do to maybe get him to want to, you know, give his all. Or whatever, but you have to sit back and look at yourself from both sides. If you can't just keep pointing the finger, exactly. and a lot of women do that. And but I, I just, I disagree. I disagree with the point where I say that you can't see. I mean, I can do everything that in my ability to show you what type of person I am. It's nothing that I can do to make you want to be a husband type if you do not want that. If you don't want to be a leader in me and you don't want to lead this situation and be a correct leader, it's nothing that I could I could cook for you, rub your feet, run your bath water, do everything that you, you know, within your fantasies for you. But if you don't want that, you just don't want that. And, and nothing that I can do can change that. And we have to accept that and stop wasting time on people that, that's not worthy of the me giving them all what the, what I can be. Right. Well, Jen, I will say this much right here that, you know, we've talked about this before. Some men, you know, I mean, we're looking for excitement. We're looking for the thrill right at the beginning of that relationship. But then, yeah. like you said, you're doing all these things like that, and we're looking like, you know, you, you still like, you even said it a while ago, some things you hold back. You know what I'm saying? But if you give so much of yourself and I see everything at the beginning, I'm going to lose interest fast because there ain't nothing that's keeping my attention. I mean, that's just what it is. 
And like just even with the submission part of it, I mean that's the only certain things you should do for a man. I don't care how much of wifey material you showing. You know, and that's only so much because if a guy looks at you and he know you have the qualities of what he wants, he just want to see how stable you are after that point. Because within that first couple of dates and, and that first couple of weeks of y'all kicking it, he know if he want to be with you. I'm just going to keep it real. Just my opinion. You're right, though. Good one. You're right. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> you know, so, hey, I mean, but that. I would advise any woman out there, I wouldn't say submit to a man just right off the rip, you know, because... I asked this on the web chat. Someone and I on the web chat was talking. I'm like, if, you know, uh, I think it was Nomi. She was saying that everyone's an option. If everybody's an option, nobody will ever be the final sale. Mm-hmm. Right. Like someone else said on the web chat. But I, I'm but looking at like. control that, too. Men, like I said, men we don't need to start that. taking we a. Control you that. have to start taking accountability. When you show me that you no longer want to be an option and you want to be for real, then I'm going to give you the rest of me. And that's how it should go. Then like that clip said, if you know... Now, he was talking about from a relationship, if you're already with someone, if you don't love them, leave them. Now, if you're in a situation with somebody and you know this is not going to work out for you, you're not getting what you want out of that relationship or that situation at that time, you have every right right to walk away and pursue somebody else. Because like you said, don't be scared to fail. And I think a lot of us are scared to fail when it comes to relationships, uh, yeah. we're scared of rejection. Yeah. We're scared of so yeah. much that we can't take, you know, take those chances to find that person that we yeah. want. That's true. And, uh, That's true. Yeah, we That's do true. have another caller. Caller 901, we do appreciate it. If you have any other comments, we would definitely like to hear from you again. Thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, caller that's calling from Skype, we are bringing you in now. Uh-oh, wrong one. Caller from Skype. Thing All right, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Yeah, hi. I just said hey. I heard Jen said she's willing Uh-oh. to give the rest <laughs> oh, of her life. Oh, that's my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> How are the rest of Jen? How are you all doing? Oh, we're doing well. Yeah. Right. How you doing? Long time no here, brother. Yeah, you guys were off the air. so oh, I we just were here. Yeah. No, it's a good conversation. I, I think that uh, I was just reading one person in the chat room. They say, according to a Harvard study, there are less real men out there. Mm, never heard that one. No, th- there's a Me drop either. in real men out there. What? Is I, I don't the think that can be measured. Real men. What, what is that? I, I would be interested to see how they measured that. But I do agree that I do feel an impact where it is hard out there for single people who are dating, especially women, especially you know finding African American men who are, I guess. Real or good men It it is hard Jen, I I would beg to differ slightly All those free meals And free dates And free pickups And free this and free that You guys get How is it hard on you? I don't quite uh, fathom that Well I want to know where all these people are Because I don't meet these people (laughs) I don't Like I'm the type of girl Like I don't get a lot of free meals Like I'm the type of person Like I, I share You know Go back to the I ain't paying for, you know, squat show. You know, I don't mind picking up the tab. I don't mind sharing. I don't mind doing that. And I know a lot of my girlfriends who feel the same. And, you know, it's it's a lot of guys out there that take advantage of girls like us. Well, I, I think, you know, it's the easiest thing in the world for 
a woman with a good attitude to just be surrounded by men. I think that a lot of the criticism of women, unfortunately, is quite unfounded. And by the way, that's why we're here, is is to help uh, rectify that. Uh, I, I think it's the easiest thing in the world for a woman to date and find a good man. There are plenty of good men out there. I think um, um, we can all see that. You know, I often talk about James Evans. How many men, or how many women, rather, want the James Evans-type guy? This is not a game-oriented guy. This is a straightforward guy. He'll love you. He will give you... Uh, meaningful protection, so on and so forth. But you guys want the gamer. You want the a-hole, the baller. Uh, I think it was Calypso was saying before he skipped out that you guys want the Ray Ray, the Pookie, the Dayquil, <laughs> and all those other, you know, near-do-well right. guys. You guys make that choice. I, I, I agree to a point. And, I, and to our ladies' defense, I think that, you know, I, I remember never understanding when my mother used to say, don't waste your most precious years, like, you know, your early 20s and stuff like that, on, like, sorry guys who are no good. Because when you reach the age where you want, you know, the James Evans type, you're going to be so disgruntled and so scarred up from from the Pookies and the Ray Rays and the Daquans that it's hard for you to recognize James Evans, and when you do, sometimes we don't know how to act, and that's just being honest, ladies. I know I probably upset people. <laughs> we got another caller that want to get in on the line as well. Um, hold on one second, Richard. Um, caller eight five zero, you're back on the Middleman Show. Hi, this is Didi again. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanted to make a comment about what Richard said. He made a statement that kind of grabbed my attention. <laughs> he said something about. Um, what happens to all the free meals and um, dates or whatever. In my opinion, I, I think when a man is courting a woman, it's not necessarily a free meal. That's what is expected. And again, I might be speaking the cultural difference. You know, if I've ever been on a date with an African guy or whatever, I've never had to pay for anything. Even when I, if I invite a homegirl out to go to eat, I pay because I invited her. And it's not anything about I'm doing something for you for free because in return, you know, I expect something. So to me, I find that a, a big another difference between the American culture and the African culture. You know, even if I'm going out, whatever it is I'm doing, if I'm going on a date or something with an African guy, I never have to think about picking up the tab. Even if I know I'm capable of doing it, I never have to worry about that because that's expected of them to do it. Right. That's mm-hmm. what they do. And I would say this, and I, I'm glad that she said that because... Guys, on the other hand, they want you want me to be the woman. You want me to play this role. But then on the other hand, you make comments like, you know, he said, well, you get these free meals and you do this and you do that. Well, well you can't too. have your cake and eat it, too. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. If you want to play this, this man-woman role, then accept that that's part of courtship. You might get a cool chick like Jack. You might get a cool chick like Jen who might pick up the tab every now and then. You know what I'm saying? But in the initial part of courtship, you know what I'm saying? That's just the role that you 
you're going to have to play if you want to play this man-woman thing. Uh, let, let me, is, is my mic still open? Yeah, you good, man. What's happening? I can weigh in on that. Well, first of all, let, let me make a sharp demarcation here. First of all, guys who come from Africa, that is, Africa is considered the East. Okay, Eastern culture is obviously far older than American culture. And I have a lot of respect for Eastern culture, by the way. Make no mistake about it. However, when guys come here, uh, they are dealing with the Eastern mindset. Uh, America, being Western, has a totally different mindset. Remember the feminist movement, Uh the Industrial Revolution, the feminist movement and the birth control pill forever change the distinction between men and women. You guys are decreed by the ultimate law now from the Supreme Court, from the uh, from the legislature, U.S. legislature, right on down to city government. You guys are equal. You can't be equal and not equal at the same time. So when you're dating, and let me just blow this out of the water too, this issue that deals with he who finds a wife finds a good thing. That's true, but the word is wife, not woman. When a guy is dating, you guys are on an equal footing. Should you treat each other uh, genteelly? Should you treat each other uh, civilly? Absolutely. But there's no commitment. That's why it's called dating. You're gathering data to see if this person is even worth you continuing to spend time. So you can't pilfer, purloin, and parasite off of a concept that's not even relevant to you. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Man, I agree with what you just said, Richard. No, definitely. 100%. Hey, I'm just wondering what y'all got to say. <laughs> I agree. Like, you can be equal and unequal because nothing is equal in this world. Nothing is equal in this world. It's just not. It's not. I like a chivalrous man. I like chivalry. And I like you to open my door. I like being the lady. I like you paying for my meal. I like that. And I'm not, I don't think I'm bad or, think, or consider myself unequal or trying to, you know, use a guy because I feel that way. Oh, but it is using the guy. In, in it essence, is. using the guy because the thing of it is... How so is that using men? I'm going to tell you. You guys are equal. The guy is not responsible for you as a date. I mean, see, ultimately, yes, the wife, and I agree with what you all were saying earlier, although I think you made a very powerful point, Jen, And that is that some of the behavior has to be manifested early on um, in in, in order to get two people to the marital stage. I agree with that. In other words, but there's a lot of mutual submitting leading up to a firm relationship. But when you meet each other, and I guess you guys have heard me say before, the first five dates should be a bottle of water and a walk in the park. There should be minimum. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Yes. There should be. Wait, wait, wait. Wow. Just... Wow. Well, you know what? That, wait, wait, wait. You know, let me, let me wow. Finish the, let me finish the thought. There should be minimum expense and maximum communication. 
A walk in the right. park is healthy. Water is healthy. Is, is healthy. So if you guys are serious about getting to know each other and are not there, like I say, to pilfer, purloin, and parasite, then that's perfect. I know me as a guy, sure, I could buy a lady a dinner. I have no problem buying a lady a, a dinner. But the point of it is I don't want her to be there just for a dinner. I'm not there to feed her. She needs to learn to be autonomous on her own. But the point is, is if we can communicate and discover what there is, if anything, that we have in common, well, then we can move forward from that point. But she can't be there with an entitlement attitude. Mm-hmm. Entitlement is the essence of ego and selfishness. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kryptonite to a relationship. Oof. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Richard, man, we appreciate you for making those comments again and and helping Jen understand. <laughs> I love you, Richard. I love your comments. Man, we hope to hear back from you again, Richard, man. We appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. All right. And uh, caller 850, we appreciate your comment also. Thank you very much. No problem. All right. Thank you. Jen, uh, to make, we got a couple of messages over there. I mean, I wish I could relay them because my computer is acting real crazy right now. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> but, we're gonna uh, go ahead and go to uh, you know our next segment of the show. But we had you know some great comments of today's show. Um, you know, like I, you know, like we always say, make sure you go back and re-listen to the archives. Tell a friend, tell another friend, you know, about this particular show as well. But we're gonna get, get into uh, Talk of the Town by Nick Gideon, even though he's not here, so he pre-recorded this for us. So uh, <clears throat> we're gonna go ahead and get into that. Uh, this is Talk of the Town. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eaton, and I am here with the talk of the town. Rapper Rick Ross, real name William Roberts, ran into a little trouble last night when he was busted in Louisiana for marijuana possession. Bring it up, chop it up, cut it up, put the antenna for loud, roll it up. Light, hit it, hold it, fat, pop up, blow it up. It is reported that he was arrested when officers claimed to have detected a strong odor of weed coming from his hotel room at the Shreveport Hilton. When they entered to further investigate, they found a gram of marijuana sitting out in plain view. And I'll go to Ollie Williams for the punishment forecast. Ollie? He gonna get it! Chris Brown. Chris Brown performed and was interviewed by Robin Roberts for ABC Live from Times Square Studio when she began asking questions about the infamous incident. Brown tried to redirect the questions to focus on his album, but Roberts continued to ask about Brown's legal issues stemming from the Rihanna incident. Say another mother word and this shit is over. And I ain't playing, nigga. We're told that after that interview, Brown allegedly freaked out, storming into his dressing room and screaming so loud the people in hair and makeup became alarmed and called security. We're also told that Brown was out of control, and one source present tells us he smashed a window in his dressing room. We're told by the time security rushed to the area, Brown has ripped off his shirt and left the building, blowing off another performance he was supposed to do for the ABC website. This is your man, Nick Eden, and this is the talk of the town. <laughs> Nick is a fool. Hulk <laughs> smashed. <laughs> right. Right. I feel sad for Chris Brown. I really do. They won't let that young man be. 
I really hate it. But you know what? I, I think he needs to learn how to process it. You know, no, for the next couple of years, people are going to ask him about Rihanna. Stop freaking out about it. Just answer it really quickly with like a blatant answer that there's no you know, follow-up question to and move See, on. Let me tell you what the answer would be. Let me tell you what that answer would be. He, without seeing cast the first stone. Yeah, and then what can you say to that? You can't say anything to that. And so, like, and then people will stop asking him about it. He needs to stop freaking out about it because he looks like a weirdo then. Yeah, it's like a weirdo right now with that blonde hair. I know. Blonde hair. You know, somebody, man, where's his mom at? Like, what? (laughs) Man, ain't no way. Anyway, um... Hey, we had a great show, man. I see we got another caller that want to uh, get back in. Do you want to take see what they want to say? Right yeah, you go ahead and do that, brother. Uh, okay. I think that's Richard. Okay. Caller, caller from Scott, you have another comment before we close out? Oh, uh, is my mic open? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a great show, man. And these oh, are the kind good. of we need to chop up extensively and come out with some solution. I love the notion of going in the huddle and coming up with a real play. And I think Jen right. is a real trooper. She she wavers a little bit here and there, but she pretty much holds <laughs> the line. So thank you, Jen. You're quite welcome, Richard. We love your comments. Oh, I'm here to help. All right. <laughs> appreciate you, appreciate you. All right, everyone. Uh, we hope that we get to see you guys again next Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Please tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Go on to uh, Facebook. It's the Middleman Talk Show group. Click the like button. We're at almost 500. I know everybody around us got like a 1,000 friends. We ain't got that. We trying to get that. So please go over there and click the like button. And uh, click the follow oh, yeah. button on this uh, blog talk site so we can uh, update you guys on when we're going to have another show. Uh, we would like to give a shout-out to everybody on the web chat, everybody that's popped off already, Black Man 37, Grown Game. So all our guests that was on... Uh, Lord Euros, uh, Natural Nappy, and we appreciate you. Nomi, Self Guided, and Why You So Mad Radio. Appreciate everybody that's in there listening. Our man Dub G, to everyone that was on the line today, thank you. And please sure. join again with us next Sunday. Also, our entertainment show this Thursday at 8 p.m. with Nick Eaton. Y'all tune in. You know anybody that's in the music industry or anything of that nature, tell them to come on over here to Blog Talk Radio and chill with the music. That's right. We do have an expressive right. background on that. We don't talk about it a lot, but we do. Go ahead, Al. You got it. Hey, we want to appreciate everybody for taking an hour and a half this time out of your day to listen to the Middleman Talk Show. Like Kevin said, come back next Sunday. You know we're going to yeah. bring something else. Some more heat for you all. Some more thought-provoking topics for you all to talk about. So just check it updates on Facebook or check it updates on Blog Talk. We'll definitely get that information ready for you all so we can prepare for this Sunday coming up, like Kevin said, man, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to this day. So, Gene, got anything you want to say before we close out? Um, I want to say shout out to like all our new listeners. I know we had a couple new listeners out there. They was texting me, telling me that they were listening to the show. So, thanks you guys, and I hope you enjoyed it. And make sure you catch us next week. All right. Well, about to take it out, people. Make sure you tune in next week. Hey, go back and listen to the archive episode. On www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the middleman, spelled correctly. And uh, we're The middleman shouted, Big Crit shouted. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, so take a listen time out. Take a minute. 
shouting and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world, you destined to earn some. Linda, yeah, comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in, go live, 6 p.m., blogtalkradio.com, the middle me. Hey, what's happening, the middle me? Hey, what's happening, the middle me? Hey, what's happening, blogtalkradio.com, the middle me. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Nick just text me, man. I'll tell him to go blog. And... He said he was stuck on the back of that motorcycle on the way to Florida behind that fat one. <laughs> help. Ask Dad help. And tell him, where's my Harley Davidson, like, gift that he was supposed to be giving me? Like, where is it at? Still stuck under that fat woman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, next week we got a great show. Uh, y'all, please excuse me for this week. Hell, I ate some, Lord. I was dizzy the whole show. I'm sitting up here swirling in this shit. I know y'all probably know this boy is too quiet today. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Hey, man, y'all did a wonderful job. Big up to my co-host. Big ups to y'all. I appreciate y'all holding it down today. Man, you know what? I'm going to dedicate this to y'all right here. Duh. Winning. Yes. Because you are winners. Yes. I must say. Y'all ain't appreciate that Yeah we did You know like You haven't given me the button In like a very long time That's so good I'm trying to be right I know you're getting out nice That's one way now I haven't done that in a long time That was the last The last person we gave the button to As a listener was LB He ain't called back since I think next oh, yeah. week's show. I think next week's show. If, if you're still all, if you're still listening or on the phone, that I think next week's show we need to have some. We're gonna have something so blowed out. We're gonna bring back the raw KG. Yeah. Oh no, I can't do it yet. Y'all ain't ready for that. <laughs> I've been nice lately. I hope y'all like that. I know, but now I miss raw KG. Sometimes. <laughs> Just Once I let him out. He ain't going back in. Right. <laughs> oh, that's All right. I'm out, man. Right, I'm out, too. Y'all make sure y'all tune in. Thank you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.